What's up, everybody? It's your man, Plyrock. Before we get started, we'll tell you where you can catch us at www.facebook.com forward slash Gamer. P-L-Y-R-O-C-K-G-A-M-E-R. That's the live show on Facebook most nights, 930. And also Oracle Games, my partner in crime. You can find him at facebook.com forward slash O-R-A-K-L-E, Games. That's Oracle with a K, Games. Let's get this show started. What's up, everybody? It's your man, Ply Rock. Welcome to this week, episode 10, I believe, of the Ply Rock Nation podcast. I'm normally here with our man, Oracle, but he's uh, been under the weather a little bit this week, so he'll be back in a few days for our normal session. I just wanted to uh, talk to you guys for a little while, get you guys up to speed on some of the things going on in gaming, movies, and the Ply Rock Nation. So let's get started. So first and foremost, we have been playing the hell out of Mortal Kombat 11 here for the past week on the Plyrock Nation show. And we've been doing buku numbers. Everybody's been coming in, having a good time. Game is unbelievable. So I just wanted to talk about quick review on Mortal Kombat, what I think about it, even though I just told you guys it was incredible. So it's a little bit redundant, but... Um, it's been incredible, dude. I don't I don't know if I can call it the greatest Mortal Kombat of all time, but definitely it's up there. It is nowhere near a garbage game at all. It's unbelievable. So my initial thoughts on it are, number one, it's a little bit slower than Mortal Kombat 10 and Mortal Kombat 9. So they, they slowed down the combat a little bit, which to me is fine. Um, uh, it's a little harder to hit the combos. You're not going with 20, 30 hit combos unless you're extremely skilled at this point. Um, but it's easy enough for people who've never played it before to get in. The graphics are incredible. They're beautiful. They're insane. Um, they look better than Injustice 2, which is amazing. You know, uh, Nether Realms just keeps pushing the limit, doing a great job. They don't just release some standard fighting game. They really go all out when it comes to their fighting games to give you tons of content. It's totally worth the 60 bucks that uh the price tag that's been laid on it um some of the upsides to it besides the graphics the gameplay the fighting is tight the story's pretty good it's probably five to seven hours long i hope i know you guys will enjoy that it's a pretty wild convoluted story uh mortal Kombat style but it's good man it's got a ton of fan service in it takes the takes the series in a new direction by the end without giving out spoilers they really know what they're doing though and uh that's that's all fine and good. The um the one downfall that I've found so far in Mortal Kombat is the economy system in it is very complex. There's tons of different currencies. Um you get little bits of drabs of currency at a time, although I know they're working on fixing that uh by giving you more coins, more hearts, uh more chronica uh time pieces. 
uh, and the uh, the Towers of Time, which is kind of like Injustice's two Injustice Two's uh, multiverse. Uh, these never-ending towers that change all the time with different challenges and things. It's really cool, but up until a few days ago, damn near impossible for even some of the best players to get through these towers of time. So I know that NetherRealms has patched, which I have not really played through the patch yet to feel the changes, but you know the rumors are, uh, according to GameSpot, here I'm up with the article right now, that they upped the currency levels for people to get currency. They kind of brought down the challenge levels. Um, and they also uh, tweak the AI in the Towers of Time to make it a little more friendly to go in there and do some stuff because the AI difficulty was just about insane. So they've definitely brought that down. So we'll be checking that out this week on the show. If you guys haven't played Mortal Kombat 11 already and you're on the fence, uh, more than welcome to come into the show, check it out. We'll be playing it a few nights this week. Uh, we always create rooms in the Plyrock Nation. We call it Plyrock Nation. So you can jump in and uh, challenge us. It's a great time. There's eight slots in there, but it uh, fills up pretty fast. But if you can get in there and try out the game, or if you just want to check out the game, uh, I will say it's a hardcore, mature-only game. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, it's pretty brutal. Uh, but other than that, it's not Injustice 2. Injustice 2 is kind of a PG-13 version of Mortal Kombat. Uh, both games are unbelievably awesome, but uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is definitely the adult of the two. But come in and check it out with us, man. It's a good time. The game is fantastic. I'd give it a perfect, I would honestly give it a perfect five out of five Rock Burgers if it wasn't for all the different currencies going on. Um, but they seem to have fixed that. So we're going to give it a four and a half out of five Rock Burgers here on the show. Also, to the other thing, I, before I forget. There is a section called the Crypt, which is where you go in. And in the past few Mortal Kombat's have had this. Uh, you go in with your Mortal Kombat coins with a K. That's for Hellraiser. Uh, you go in with a coins with a K, and uh, you spend those coins opening up chests and unlocking a whole bunch of uh, secret areas and and getting some loot in the Crypt. Very cool, actually. That Crypt seems to have been designed from the original Mortal Kombat movie, Shang Tsung's Island, from that movie. So it's very cool. The actor who played Shang Tsung in the original movie, he shows up on the crypt. I think there's even like the dining hall where Kano was eating like a slob in the original movie. Really cool stuff, man. Tons and tons of unlockables from new character skins to new moves. The fatalities are in there. The brutalities are in there. Um... The soundtrack is in there. Uh, the uh, art for the game is in there. So you will find tons of stuff in there. Tons of puzzles, things going on. It kind of feels like uh, God of War when you're walking around it because it's a third-person view. Uh, but uh, you'll be definitely going after those coins. So it's very good that they brought the level of coins that you make per match up because some of these chests cost thousands and thousands of coins and you only get 100 or 200 coins per match. You can see how many matches you're going to have to play in order to unlock the entire crypt. So definitely check it out. Got the highest Plyrock uh, approval you could get, dude, because it's so good. We'll be playing it again this week, so make sure you check it out with us. That's Mortal Kombat 11.
So this past week, I had the pleasure of going to see the Avengers Endgame. I saw it Saturday night, came out last Friday. We got to see it on Saturday. Just wanted to give my uh, thoughts on it. Um, as a, not a huge Marvel fan, I'm a, I've, if those of you who watch the show know I'm a diehard DC Comics guy, but I respect what Marvel is doing. And I have seen all 21 or 22 of these other movies, except for Captain Marvel, going into this. So... You know, I knew what was going on in there, and uh, we knew where this was going, and this is a three-hour epic. It was long. It didn't feel so long. The first half was a little slower, but uh, definitely got to see it Saturday night. If you're a Marvel fan, this isn't even this isn't even a question. You have to see this. This is, this is the end of this story that they've been telling for the past 10 or so years. But uh, for the rest of us, this review, I guess, will be for the people who are not necessarily 100% on board with Marvel Studios. Uh, Is this just a good movie to go watch? The short answer is yes, it's a good movie. Longer answer, a little bit more complicated without getting into spoilers. There are some things that happen in the movie that necessarily, to me, don't make any sense. So I don't know if we're ready yet to talk about those. We'll probably talk about those on the live show on Facebook. Um, there are some things, especially at the end that I don't know if the film did a good job by when it's setting up its own rules. And then there's these payoffs to these moments. I don't know if they make sense. I don't think they make sense. I've actually thought about them numerous times and I I still don't feel like they make sense. So, but I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say about that. Mostly in regard to, I'll just say Captain America was the most I'll push that there. So Let us know what you guys think by sending us some comments on the Facebook page, Plyrock Gamer, or if you're in the Plyrock Nation group, make sure you check it out. Send us a comment what you guys thought of Endgame 2. Overall, the acting was really good. These people can play these parts in their sleep at this point. You know, Robert Downey Jr. has been playing Iron Man for a long time. He, it's kind of like Sylvester Stallone with Rocky Balboa. Like, it doesn't matter what script you give him at this point. If you tell him to play Iron Man, He's going to play Iron Man. Chris Evans, same thing with Captain America. They do a great job. Scarlett Johansson is Black Widow. Like the whole cast is here returning. Most of the characters from the other movies are here. And they all have like their quote unquote moment in it. Um, it does set up the end of Infinity War very well. Uh, I feel like it drags it on a little bit too long in the middle. But once it gets going, they do have a big finale. Uh, great finale with the Thanos storyline uh, up until the very, very end. Um, I will. I know they already released Marvel Phase 4, so you can kind of see where they're going with the new set of movies. Um, hard to talk about it without spoiling it, although this movie's already made like $1.5 billion, so I don't know who at this point hasn't seen it. But we will wait a few more days before we talk about it. Um, I had some concerns with the movie. Um, I will tell you this, uh, Ply Rock will plant his flag and say that I believe Shazam was a better movie than Endgame. I'm sure I'm going to hear about that, but that's fine. I don't mind. Uh, I thought Shazam was a better made film than Endgame. I think Endgame was, and that's also because too, I don't know if I got a little biased there <laughs> because I love DC and I really want to see DC succeed, but I'm trying my best to look at this from 30,000 feet. Uh, as unbiased as possible, and I still believe Shazam was a better movie than Endgame. Um, more so for an ending that didn't quite make 100% of sense. Uh, more so for another time travel story. 
I mean, we've seen that a million times without spoiling anything. So uh, it's just, uh, but Endgame deserves the numbers that it's doing. Marvel deserves the success that they're having now because they put so much effort and planning into these 20 or so movies to lead to this point. I don't know where Marvel goes for here in terms of success. This movie definitely feels like a finale, quote unquote. So it'd be it's going to be interesting to see if Marvel can still hold those numbers and that level of excitement with their movies uh, since this is kind of the end of everything they've been building up to. But if you guys like action movies, if you like superhero movies, um, definitely check it out. The one other downside to the film that I would say isn't without spoiling anything. Not really a huge fan of what they did with Bruce Banner. You'll know it when you see it. Um, I'm a huge. I like. I do like the Hulk a lot. Kind of eh with what they did there. So, but other than that, good man. Uh, definitely would give it. I'd give it a solid B, B plus out of uh, out of a you know A B in the top score A plus. I would give Shazam an A minus. I would give uh, Avengers Endgame a B plus. So you can kind of know where my scale is. But uh, definitely check it out. Kind of, it's pretty much safe for children. Uh, there's not really any uh, swears in it. There's not really any. Uh, it's more comic book violence. There's no uh, sex in it per se for for littler kids. It's PG thirteen because of the comic book violence, but it's not a hard PG thirteen. Uh, special effects are great. They could probably do those in their sleep at this point too. So check it out, and we're curious to hear what you guys think here on the Plyrock Nation. We are getting so close now to E3. We're about a month and a half away from E3. And we know that PlayStation and Xbox are shooting down the pike with new systems. We don't know much about either one of them yet, but we did get a few new details about the PlayStation 5 this week. Uh, from I got an article up from Digital Trends. Gabe Gerwin wrote this article, and he's kind of got the specs of what we know so far about uh, codename Xbox Scarlet and uh, codename, it's going to be the name PlayStation 5. So as a huge PlayStation fanboy, you guys know me. I'm mostly on the PlayStation, although I own both. Uh, you know, pretty excited to hear. You know, specs are kind of for like the, you know, the ultra, the nerds in us. We want the most power. We want the best looking. We want the flashiest. So they're starting to release some of those now. Now, some of the interesting thing, one of the most interesting things I saw about Xbox Scarlet, and we're just going to call it the new Xbox at this point. I don't want to keep saying Scarlet over and over and over again. So the new Xbox and the PlayStation 5 are both going to have solid state hard drives, according to this article. So load times are going to be faster. I don't know how big the hard drives are going to be, though, because when you put a solid state drive into a PC, those things usually cost a lot more than a standard hard drive, but they perform way better. So totally cool on that end. I'm excited to see that. Um, PlayStation is going to have a Radeon graphics card in it. It's going to have an eight core AMD processor. So it's going to be flying. It's going to be awesome. I don't know though, with each generation we jump, 
I don't know how much better it's going to look than the previous generation. I mean, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One have really done a great job with graphics. Um, And I don't really know necessarily yet if we've seen the best that the PlayStation 4 Pro or the Xbox, especially the Xbox One X can do. So you know how every generation kind of has that end game. (laughs) We just talked about end game, but that end game that, you know, says goodbye, like PlayStation 2 had God of War 2 was kind of the finale. PlayStation 3 had The Last of Us, which looks so amazing. Like, we didn't even think the PlayStation 3 could do that. And then when when Naughty Dog came out with that, it was an absolute miracle how it looked and how it played. So we haven't really seen that yet from the PlayStation 4 Pro or the Xbox One X. I don't know if we're going to see it from the Xbox One X, to be honest with you. But I don't know if The Last of Us 2 is maybe going to be that, because they haven't given us a release date for this thing yet. We've all been waiting forever, but they haven't released. uh, They haven't really told us what game. Number one, we don't have a release date for the PlayStation 5. We think it's going to be sometime next year. Number two, Sony is not going to be at E3 this year. So we're not going to be getting details at E3. I guess we can all expect Microsoft to go ham at E3 and go nuts and throw everything they have. Uh, at their conference because they're unchallenged. So we don't know exactly when the release date is, I guess. And we don't know when the last of us two is coming out. I would put my money on the last of us two being the swan song for the PlayStation four, because uh, they announced it last year. And I would guess it's going to come out Christmas this year, but we still haven't heard anything about it yet on its release date. They did just finish up the other day, uh, live action or live motion, uh, filming. Seems like maybe Christmas might be a little early for them to finish the game. So maybe it's spring of next year. Who knows? But, uh, unbelievable news. Like we all always get so excited for the next system. And then on top of that, is this the last generation of actual systems? I mean, how much longer are they going to sell, blu-ray discs with games on them um how many companies are now starting to dabble in streaming games and not having to own really the hardware to play them i mean that's kind of a world i can't fathom because i've grown up since you know nintendo entertainment system and every five to seven years being so excited for that next generation system but you know how long is that going to last you know are we looking at this Xbox and PlayStation 5, kind of the final foray into owning your own box at home. And then from there, you're just going to need an internet connection and a controller. So what do you guys think about the PlayStation 5, the Xbox codename Scarlet? I'm curious to hear what you guys have to think about it. Uh, What are you excited for? Are you excited for both? Are you only getting an Xbox? Are you only getting a PlayStation and how good do you think the graphics are going to be and the play gameplay is going to be moving up from the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One? How much better could it get at this point? You know, so what do you think? Do you think the next generation is going to be worth it? Or do you think we still have some uh, power to squeeze out of these? Be very interesting to see what happens next. All right, man. It's May. May is barreling through already. We got some new games coming out here. For the consoles and the PC, some of these games, eh, some of these games totally forgot about 
and uh, some of these games I'm excited for. So coming up this week, it is May 5th. By the way, happy May 4th be with you to all of you Star Wars lovers. Got the Legend of Heroes Trials of Cold Steel for the PlayStation 4. Life is Strange 2 Episode 3 comes out on May 9th. Yakuza Kiwami 2 for the PC. Saints Row the Third is finally hitting the Switch on May 10th. Wow. And here's a game I completely forgot about, which I was excited for when I saw it last year at E3. Rage 2 comes out on May 14th. So mark your calendars, guys. I'm putting that into the rotation. We're going to get it going. We're going to be checking out Rage 2 on the show. So if, you, if you're curious about Rage 2, I know it's a single-player, open-world-only shooting game. Looks so good, though, from what they showed. Um, let's hope Bethesda is over the Fallout 76 debacle, and Rage 2 is going to be a really good game. We're going to check it out, and we're going to probably check it out on May 14th, to be honest with you. So make sure you swing by for that. Bubsy got a remake or a remix. Remember Bubsy? Jeez, that's old stuff, man. I had a Bubsy game for the Atari Jaguar, I think it was. Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered hits the Switch. PlayStation VR still making games on May 21st. We got everybody's golf. Observation hits the PlayStation 4 on May 21st. Resident Evil 0, Resident Evil 1, and Resident Evil 4 finally make their way to the Switch. That's pretty interesting. All the Resident Evils dropping at once. Team Sonic Racing. Oh, boy, we're going to talk about Sonic in a minute. That comes out May 21st for the PlayStation 4. Don't tell Little Ply that. He's going to make me buy it. Total War Three Kingdoms, PC action. Total War is always on the PC. Great game. I've played it a little bit. And Trover Saves the Universe for PlayStation 4 VR. So those are the games coming out in May. Let me know what you guys think, what you guys are excited for. Uh, There's not really much there besides Rage 2 that I believe we're going to be playing on the channel. We're still going to be playing Mortal Kombat. We're still going to be playing the Division 2, which hopefully that raid comes out soon because they did delay that. And uh, there's not much else there in May. May's kind of a slow time for me for video games we kind of hit our spring already with division 2 and mortal kombat 11 um so we'll see if there's anything you guys are excited for make sure you leave it in a comment on the page we'd love to hear from you God, we got to talk about this. Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. First of all, I made the, I guess you want to call it mistake of showing Little Ply the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. So now I am required to take him to see it. Uh, But I don't know. You've guys all seen the trailer. It's got 25 million hits already on YouTube. The design of Sonic. Unbelievable. (laughs) And, uh, so everybody complained about the design of Sonic because he looks like uh, he looks like the kid from Jumanji when he was turning into a monkey. If you guys remember that. So he's 
they changed they everybody complained everybody freaked out and then everybody redesigned him <laughs> like and started posting up all sorts of pictures of uh the what sonic should look like so the director of sonic the hedgehog jeff fowler has come out on twitter and said thank you for your support and the criticism the message is loud and clear you aren't happy with the design and you want changes it's going to happen everyone at paramount and sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be hashtag sonic movie hashtag gotta fix fast so sonic is getting redesigned this movie comes out in november to take the main character of a movie like if Smeagol didn't look right from Lord of the Rings and the movie was coming out in like five months and everybody complained about what Smeagol looked like, could they change every scene Smeagol was in in five months? I'm kind of suspicious of this. I kind of feel like the Sonic in the trailer is maybe not Sonic. Like it's a brilliant marketing strategy. Like the movie's already made and Sonic probably already looks really cool. So now that expectations have been set Super Mario Brothers movie level low for this, they already have a probably a really cool Sonic in the wings uh, waiting to bring him out where he looks a lot closer to what he is in the video game. And they're just going to they just, the movie's already in the can. And then now we're all going to have to see it because we want to see a good Sonic and we're expecting a really bad Sonic. So. And Jim Carrey is Dr. Robotnik. That looks pretty wild. Uh, he's crazy enough to pull it off. We all know he's a little cuckoo in real life. So hopefully uh, he's fallen from grace over the past uh, you know, 10 or 15 years. Hasn't really made a big movie or a funny movie at that. I mean, I kind of feel like the number 23 was the last time, was the last, that movie that kind of sunk his career. So never mind, his, he's personally crazy. But uh you know, he's going to be Dr. Robotnik. I think he's a good fit for Dr. Robotnik, actually. You know, I think that's going to be pretty cool. Um, James Marston seems to be, uh, besides Westworld on HBO, seems to be in every kid's movie ever since he played Cyclops in uh, the X-Men, the original X-Men movies. So he just went from Hop to Sonic like it was nothing. So kudos to him for finding his niche in high quality family movies on the big screen. Uh, so I'm, I don't know. What do you guys think about Sonic? I mean, I've kind of seen your comments already. <laughs> Plyrock Nation kind of tore up Sonic originally. So send us over a comment what you think, guys think Sonic is going to look like. If Sonic is going to end up being uh, a good movie, bad movie. Uh, if it's going to be a mediocre movie. I think Sonic deserves some respect. I mean, he's in the video game world. He's Sega's version of the Mario Brothers, man. So he should be getting some love, dude. I mean, he was, when I was younger, he was the people who love Sega. They were all about Sonic. So I'm curious to see what happens. Let us know what you guys think. That is totally funny, by the way. Look at the pictures of him. <laughs> Looks terrible. So, uh, yeah, send us a comment on Sonic, guys. Really curious to hear. <laughs> All 
right, guys, we're going to be wrapping it up here with just a quick update on how the Ply Rock Nation show is doing on Facebook. It's been an amazing week. I appreciate all your support. Oracle appreciates all your support. We can't wait to have him back streaming and have him back here on the podcast. We are up to 1,320 some odd followers here on Facebook. We got another over 100 new followers this week. We're plowing our way to 1,500. We got special plans for 2,000 followers. We had almost 30,000 people. Uh, The show reached almost 30,000 people this week. 17,000 people watched the show combined. Uh, Unique people watched the show. We did Mortal Kombat. We did Injustice. We did the Division 2. It's been amazing. You guys have been commenting on the uh, the posts I've been putting up. Our uh, Ply Rock Nation private group has been uh, growing. We're at 70 people now in the private group, so that's awesome. If you want to join the private group, which is where uh, people get to know each other better, the Pioneers can organize, play together, even when I'm not online. Make sure you check that out. Send out a request. We'll get you in there. And we also have a Mortal Kombat tournament coming up <clears throat> this week. Plyrock Nation will be doing its first giveaway, courtesy of uh, It's Just Phil. Uh, we're going to be doing giving away some PlayStation gift cards. We are now putting the final touches, and we're going to be posting the rules in the Plyrock Nation private group. If you're in that group and you play Mortal Kombat, we're going to be having a Mortal Kombat tournament in there. So that's going to be cool as hell as well. You Make sure you check us out, facebook.com forward slash Ply Rock Gamer. It's going to be a hell of a week. We're going to have a great time. I can't wait to see you guys there. And we'll be back this Tuesday uh, with the regular podcast between Oracle and myself. Oracle wants to go over World War Z a little bit more. He wants to talk about the DC Universe. I know Swamp Thing is right around the corner, so we're excited for that. Wants to give us an update on the Arrowverse and let us know what his plans are for the Oracle Empire because his uh, fans have been patiently waiting for him to come back. We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Please uh, hit a subscribe button on that uh, Spotify, iTunes, or Google play, wherever you're listening to this really helps out the show. Keep it growing, keep it moving. And we will talk to you guys in a few days. We don't need 